I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in the Flatiron District of New York City. And I'm Scott Blakeman on Manhattan's Upper East Side. They told us it wouldn't be scary at all. Just a relaxing ski lift up to the 3,200-foot summit of Hunter Mountain in the northern Catskill Mountains. But when we arrived, our greatest fears were realized when we were presented with a two-page legal document warning us of the potential hazards of a Catskill flyer for which the company could not be held liable. Well, Tommy, myself, my girlfriend Ginger, and Tommy's girlfriend Sandy, we all held out hope that this was just some boilerplate legalese, that, that they had to have a sign. After all, the two non-daredevil-type guests at Sandy's Fairlawn Inn had assured us moments before that it was so not scary, you could sit back and take photos of the gorgeous scenery. I thought my biggest concern would be the first part of the ride where the six-person lift chair swoops in behind us and we quickly sit down. But but no, that was quickly surpassed by the realization that the four of us were responsible for reaching above our heads and pulling down the bar, which served as our only safety feature. <laughs> well, the kindly couple of the inn were right about the scenery but my hands were so sweaty from my white knuckle grip on the bar that I dared not take my phone out of my pocket. As we alternated between streaking in terror and exploding with nervous laughter, we looked at all the other riders, many with tiny young children looking as carefree as can be. And as one woman and her child passed us going in the other direction, we asked how she could be so relaxed, to which she responded, we're terrified. And so were we for much of the trip up and down this storied mountain. But when it was all over, we decided we were glad we had fought our fears and rode the Catskill Flyer, especially since we knew the story would make its way to our podcast. Scotty, this is a story too big and gripping for just one person to tell. So I'll pick up the slack. I fear people will shake their heads and call us wild exaggerators, even fabulists. But upon my honor, what you have just said is 100% true, except about everyone shrieking. You see, almost the whole time we were riding the ski lift, I was too petrified to shriek. So nervous laughter was also out of the question, obviously. I did the only thing I felt I was capable of doing, Scotty grip the rails and look straight ahead while saying nothing, shouting nothing, and making no audible sounds. Oh, I wished I could be as effervescent as you were, Scotty, making wry but nervous commentary in a high-pitched voice and laughing hysterically in a way that sometimes actually did turn into shrieks. <laughs> but the rest was absolutely true. Yesterday, July 4th, 2022, in celebration of our nation's independence, four friends stood where the ski lift attendant told us to, as a wide metal bench attached to a cable overhead, moved around mechanically behind us, forcing us, just as you said, Scotty, to unceremoniously plop ourselves onto it. This we did, knowing full well that ski lifts are absurdly unsafe in many ways, and that if ski lifts were invented today, we'd be harnessed in like in a ride at Six Flags instead of having to dangle our feet and remember not to slide down like I normally do while sitting on a normal sofa. <laughs> we rode that up the mountain that, well, not higher than the tree line, thank God, still provided thrills and, and terror. Scotty, 
Skiers will roll their eyes and say, what's the big deal? They think nothing of getting onto a ski lift wearing skis. That's right, riding on a moving bench the whole way up the mountain over rocky gorges, the city equivalent of 10 to 30 stories below, while wearing two fiberglass two-by-one boards dangling from their feet. Well, I'm relieved to say we're not skiers. We haven't drunk the skiing is fun Kool-Aid, which... I assume skiers would want to be served piping hot as long as the concoction still has the power to make them believe that riding ski lifts is no more terrifyingly unsafe than sitting on a park bench feeding pigeons. <laughs> well, Tommy, you know, we had regaled our listeners on this podcast with which our own experience many years ago on summer ski lifts. And in our mind, it was quite uh, scary. And, and, and yet somehow with Sandy, it was up, upbeat and, and we saw this very, pleasant couple just and I trusted them they just said oh not scary at all no no we took pictures I thought maybe as you alluded to this there's a state-of-the-art kind of ski lift now that totally your cares are thrown away and it's just you know but it was not Tommy and no. and yet this was I did a little research yeah the Catskill Flyer is considered a state-of-the-art oh, really ski lift. and we did see some oh. of the older ones yes dangling terrifying even more terrifyingly and thank you oh, weren't on God. those but it is, uh, you know, they follow the rules, but it, uh, it oh. that was the thing, Tommy. It was really just so, uh, that was it, just that bar that, and also you could conceivably lift it up. Yes. Like, no, it locks in when the ride begins and it's impossible. No, it was so left up to us. Yeah. That was the most terrifying part. That, that is absolutely true. And and then uh, uh, we see kids with little children just sort of, you know, moving around as little children do, could easily go through the, uh, I mean, it's terrifying to even think about. But, yeah. it, uh, but we could. Now, I did have a bar between my legs, but Sandy, who's my girlfriend, uh, diminutive, uh, a girlfriend, she had nothing between her and the law and, and the 800 feet gorge below. Wow. Uh, well, even as we it. see these words, speak these words, I my legs tremble and, and tremble. Uh, and, and again, it was just, again, the total relaxation, seeming relaxation of all the other riders, uh, with other the kids and their hands out and taking pictures and, and really just lounging on a park and, bench. And, 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 yeah. and uh, uh, this, this was absolutely astonishing to me um uh, by the way i do want to add this one little detail i was even though i was uh in quiet uh terror the whole time i was surprisingly the one who heard the woman who said i'm terrified and i was the one who audibly related that to to you other guys yeah i guess maybe i think i heard something i didn't know it was those everybody words. is going to go away thinking they heard or said that but actually i had to relay that to you that was the one moment where uh, my voice, I had to say it out loud and I found my voice. It was th that it, it, if you were, you know, watching this in a documentary, which people will will do someday. Oh, of course. Uh, they will. Uh, or, or it's reenacted. Obviously, uh, we didn't have any documentary footage at the time. We were too terrified to take yes. video. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but you would see this heartwarming moment where finally I came a voice, as you might say and said, hey, guys, she says she's terrified. Uh, and uh, well, that was a great moment. And a it great was a great moment. moment. Well, it, it taught us a few things. One, that memory can even from uh, two days ago. Yes. Uh, I in my mind, I believe that I heard her say I'm I know terrified. I, I, We're I, terrified. I, 
I thought it was plain as day, but no, you said it straight on that. Yeah. And also that we, we surmised that, you know, we said, where are the people like us who are terrified? Most of them don't show up and they, go on the ski lift. So that's a key that's right. thing right there. As, as Sandy said, uh, we were brave uh, for doing it and fighting our fears. And well, he certainly I, was frightened, too. Uh, and I, I but she also said I was the worst because <laughs> I was the I, I, I didn't uh, make chirpy uh, noises and, and 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 say things, make utterances. I was stone quiet. So well, that's the lesson, uh, Scotty. Sometimes yeah. silence isn't violence. Silence is the worst. And that's it, what it I still learned. Could be golden. Experience. It could be golden, but still not. Yeah, really silence talking. can be golden. Yeah. It can also be violence, and it can also be the worst. Which yeah, that's but thankfully, I was the worst. I was the well, silent I, person. And I was just chattering as I do when I get nervous, just talking nonstop and ultimately shrieking and, and laughing. And, <laughs> oh, no. I even said a couple of curse words uh, going up. Yes, you've never said. You, Scotty, yeah. listen, you're somebody who never works blue. But, Scotty, yeah. on that occasion, you uh, uh, let loose with words I'd never heard you utter. Uh, yeah, ne not the F word, but, but you know. Uh, uh, well, one, let's make it clear, not the F word. No. Scotty, I'm, I, I, I'm, I just want to say you still have 100% uh never say the f word. no and there were kids in the sky you know or you know in the, in the neighboring vicinity so i try to hold it back but it was but again tommy as as we always do we stress the exhilaration at the end we survived it and again we're not saying that anything any corners were cut it's just this is the nature of like to me zip lining which is also offered uh in that area would be uh, just out right, of the well, question Let's yeah. tell people a thousand years yeah. from now, because a thousand years from now, zip lining will be so completely against the law. Yeah. But this is back in 2022 when they still had they had to uh, uh, resorts had to come up with something to bring people in during the summer when there's no skiing. These are ski resorts. What do you do? You put up these cables, a system of cables starting at the top of the ski lift and then just attach people to these cables. Not 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 in a ski lift, but just attach them with a belt and a harness yeah. and 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 send them uh, down these cables uh, just uh, willy nilly, I guess, except that they're on cables. So then you not. get to the other side, theoretically. But as you tell me, sometimes you do get stuck in the middle. I did. I cannot even even is even thinking of visualizing that is, is Scotty. Beyond I know. I, I and I hate to say it, but I'm about to make you visualize it and make our listeners visualize yeah. it. And I, I regret having to do this, but there's, I really have no choice. I was once in uh, Costa Rica where they had zip lining, again, a cable, just all it is is a cable attached to a couple of towers and, and, and you're attached to the cable by a harness. And this was over the, uh, what we used to call the jungle, actually the tropical rainforest of Costa Rica. Quite interesting to fly above the tops of the, of the trees of the of the Costa Rican jungle, but terrifying, Scotty. And I wound up halfway uh, uh, on one of the ca um, cable stretches, and they had to climb out and and retrieve me. The humiliation, Scotty. Uh, I'm probably still laughed at in Costa Rica. <laughs> well, uh, but it's also nothing for you to do. You're really almost being hurled, and there's no skill involved. No, I mean, you know, oh yeah, he kept going. I mean, so. Yeah, it's, it's uh, and we saw many actually uh, red helmeted people uh, coming up the mountain and, uh, and on the us, ski lift. Yes. Uh, uh, but yeah. they're yeah, they were going to something even more terrifying. Yeah, so the ski lift itself. Nothing. I mean, it was just, yeah, we're heading up to uh, the other thing and we were just 
just being on that was yes. as terrifying as one can imagine. So many levels. But again, the end, as we said, it, we were glad we did it. And it was that uh, we'll always have that story. We'll always and, and it really is uh, uh, quite. But it was, again, that legalese that because you're showing. Oh, yeah. What's the big deal? It's kids. But when you see those two and it was two full pages, uh, which I didn't read. But All right. Let's but let's the, make this clear, too. Yeah. Uh, um, I hope the listeners understand that you were not exaggerating. Before we rode on this ski lift, this is just a ski lift, which is operating not uh, uh, in, on July when there's no skiing. So you just take the lift up to the top of the mountain, which, by the way, is nine degrees cooler. That amazes me. Yeah. That's how high up it was. And, but before we did that, we literally had to read on paper uh, a document and then sign it. Uh, uh, indemnifying the ski lifts company from all the accidents that obviously could happen once you're dangling above rocks. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I chose not below. to read. And not only that, uh, as you're walking in, which we didn't see until afterwards, there were about 25 bullet points on a sign. Please read. And and again, if I had read that then, I think I perhaps would have just turned to, you know, turned around and so again i guess this is the thing is so much is left to us it's uh, yes. it, it, you would think of me okay everybody listen up okay uh please very important the seat will come please be in this position immediately bring the bar nothing no it was like oh you think we should bring yeah you got to bring that bar down oh uh, okay so again people li uh, listening a thousand years from now will not know what we're talking about the bar and well, I uh, alluded to it earlier that overhead. I know, we alluded to it earlier, but they will be flummoxed because it's so insanely unsafe. But uh, unless they still have ski lifts a thousand years from now, which may be, but uh, the, you actually pull this bar down, sort of like you do on a Ferris wheel or a roller coaster. But but even in 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 roller coasters in carnies carnies will pull the bar down oh yeah, you here. never have to do anything and they tell you, you never they have to do you in and don't do this uh but this was like uh oh you got and i was so focused on the sitting part yes you know you want oh good we got the, okay it's not gonna be so bad and then realizing no we gotta and we were only out there we we're already in, in air dangling we got to bring this down. And yeah, we and, hadn't brought it down. We were starting yeah. to go up the side of the mountain and the bar that, that's supposed to protect us in front of us. It sort of just, you know, it cl clicks in in front of you and you put your hands on it. And that's supposed to keep you safe. You know, it's the only, as I said earlier, the, the only thing. Yes. There's no other like, well, it's one of several in the safety system that clicks into action. No, no seatbelts, no harness. Oh. And uh, again, we're not accusing. This is just how it is. This is yeah. not they're going by the book, but. Uh, and I just gripped that bar, never let go. That's uh, right. I cannot imagine, you know, doing those kind of things on roller coasters where you put no. your hands in the air because uh, then oh. you're actually harnessed in. So that's right. That's uh, right, Scotty. Yeah. And can I just point something that didn't happen when we came down or after we got out of a, a, a we did we spoiler alert. We did return to Earth safely. Yes. But uh, here's something that didn't happen. Nobody was there. No official was there to print to pin a medal of valor onto us. Um, the medal, there was absolutely no medal of valor given to us. No statement of 
thank you for your bravery or acknowledgement of our courage. Nothing. Nothing. No, no. And again, no one else. But that's not why we did it. That's no, no, no. We did it because we wanted it. We're glad we did. But we're glad we did. Uh, yeah. But we were terrified that we did uh, while we yeah. were doing it. Yeah, yeah. And we, and, and and Scotty, you don't you, you, you we uh, we never said, "Hey, where's the Medal of Valor?" We didn't even expect it. So no, no, we that, that just them, wasn't uh, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, but well, but, but it never we, happened. We never did. Yeah. You know, that, it was it went unheralded. There yeah, was no, no, we just strode off and uh, yeah. on our way. But they were nice uh, on the way when we arrived up the mountain. We didn't know this was an option because generally the list keeps going. And you have to jump out and scurry out of the way. Yeah, another thing you're expected to do. Uh, they you, stop it for us. They um, actually did, so we were able to. And on then, both ends, on the top both and the ends, bottom, they stop the, the 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 whole. And when you stop it for us, the entire uh, system of uh, you know the cable system of the um, ski lift stops. So whoever's up there or halfway out there. They just stop in the middle of their ride, just stop and dangle. Yeah. That happened to us, Scotty. Well, this we is the great thing. For other people this is too. a great point, I'm sure, metaphor for something, yes. for everything. Uh, we, of course, welcome that stoppage for us because, you know, we won't have time to get on that fear. But as we found out, uh, we didn't realize this going up the mountain, no. of what was happening, but it would. The, some of the most, some of these things, okay, yeah, now it's okay. It's, I'm getting used to it. And then it would just stop. Yes, you stop. feel like you're going up, almost up and backwards. By right, the you're wind. just sort of dangling, swinging back and forth, suspended. And I'm telling you, 10, 15, 20, 30 stories above rocky terrain below. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and very, very high up. And that would could be almost dangling, stopped. Like, will it ever yeah. start again? Well, that was the worst because once it keeps going and, and it's, it's, you know, but uh, that stoppage. And even yes. as we got towards the bottom thinking, oh, we got it made. Uh, and then it stopped. And so oh, ironically, okay. we who were stoppers ourselves yes. uh, regretted those who stopped after us. <laughs> That's so true. We were the very <laughs> stoppers that caused the stoppages that terrified us. Yes. Uh, uh, that is a metaphor, Scotty, for so for something. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, think I you mean, just put it in a metaphor box and just say, well, you know, take it out when we need a certain type of metaphor. I think because, it applies to something, complaining yeah. about things, and yet you were the one that caused it and yes it's it's uh incredible but it was a great feeling i haven't had that exhilaration i remember several years ago i, I drove for eight minutes in a car and i got out and i hugged the person i was with and i was so relieved that i had finally gotten out of the car you know i've talked about how i don't drive very much but yes yeah. we weren't the drivers even though we were in the seat and we were at the mercy of this uh, machine which people as you say 99 percent of the people there w weren't even just as if they were just sitting on a curb somewhere chatting amiably and 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 uh, no and pictures and it was gorgeous scenery uh, uh but it was uh you, you know, know i was just thinking scotty i as you're speaking what we've come up with uh, i guess is the right word i mean what we are are doing is we're a certain type of adventurer who don't we don't climb up mount everest like the idiots do that actually cause damage to mount everest by yeah. the way uh, we don't parachute up, but we out of planes um, and uh, onto, um, you know, rocky shoals. What we do is a new kind of adventuring. It's a soft adventuring that but it's no less terrifying for people like us. And the New York Times, I guarantee you will write an article about people who do things like ride and find it super exciting to ride a um, 
ski lift or to drive a car for eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 if you're not used to driving a car, it's a new kind of adventurism that isn't as, yeah. you know, uh, as flamboyant as the extremes, but is no less terrifying. Exactly. For, I mean, for we terror, who are. Yeah. It yeah. comes at any speed, at any, uh, any uh, at any height, and any height. I mean, to me, we talked about this on the podcast. To me, yes. the most terrifying visual image I've ever seen, and when I think of it, I tremble. Is yep. that classic poster of the, the construction workers dangling oh on a beam, sitting feet dangling, fifty stories above uh, the city, just having lunch? And what did you get? Liverwurst again? Yeah, I like it. It's pretty yeah. good. And uh, it is just. I look at it, and it it is it is just. Is yeah. if an alien spaceship would land, that wouldn't be as shocking as seeing these gentlemen having well, lunch. This is a team. classic photo that actually people from a thousand years from now will recognize because it is yeah. such a classic. And, and it's the 1930s Depression era workmen. I believe they're building the Chrysler building. And that well, and they from. my hats off to them. So they it's 1929, job, actually. Yeah. And, the, and they are uh, sitting on uh, yeah, a hats off or helmets off to them. Yeah. Actually, they would prefer yeah. helmets off to them. Yeah. Once but they're they sitting up there. Yeah. But just looking at that sky as that picture causes people like us to tremble. So in a way, we're adventurers just to look at that picture. Oh, yeah, because as Sandy would say, some look away. <laughs> we we look straight at it, at That's the abyss. Right. And, um, and again, Tom, let me just say, and I know yeah. Sandy meant it perhaps in a jocular way, but I, I respect your, your quiet because you weren't, as you say, you weren't fleeing or you weren't. No, I didn't flee. No, I, and you weren't. I, say I didn't, anything I, like I could have jumped out and just ended it all, taking the could easy have, way out. And well, I could have alarmed us even more saying, <laughs> you know, really, if we felt, uh, but no. And, and thankfully, you were the one who heard the woman hilariously yes. say, we're terrified. Right. Uh, we wouldn't have heard it, even though I thought I heard it uh, only even two days later. But you were the one. It was a quiet. But then you need someone to be quietly scared. Well, that was the you thing. Know? It. it, it, it I was uh, um, I, I can't really take credit for being that guy who is quietly scared. It, it, it's really millions of years of evolution. Uh, fright. It's really flight. Uh, uh, what is it? Fl uh, fright. Uh, what is it? Free, um, fight, or fight, flight, fight or flight. Fight or flight. But there's also freeze. And they just now recently realized that there's flight, fight or freeze. I chose freeze. <laughs> Well, I, my hands were frozen on the bar. Well, and also it was really, but I have to say, our fear was very practical. Yes. You know, this wasn't like, uh, well, I guess a lot of fears, even a plane, it's practical in a sense, but not likely. And everything is really, we're protected and all these things are moving along. And yes, yeah, something could happen, but it would take a lot to go wrong. Here, uh, it was just, there we would, it just seemed implausible that it, at no point, as you say, if they made it today, I guess you would think there would be another layer of protection. And, and yeah, I don't think they could do this today. I just don't think they could have ski lifts that weren't completely enclosed and more like the kind of lifts that they have at, at Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah, with the air. Well, I had spoken of the aerial tramway, which to, yeah. before this had been the most, uh, you know, frightening. I, I oh, so frightening. Hilariously that, unsafe. That one was, see, at least that was totally enclosed. And again, uh, eight out of the nine people, there's several friends and relatives, and, and my ex wife, Ruth, all these people. Uh, one uh, gentleman and I just hugged the pole in the middle and looked down. Everyone else, though, 
Oh, it's great. Oh, wow. That's nice. So again, it's a be- beautiful view uh, as you views, go up yeah. uh, uh, the aerial tram. Now this one in Palm Springs dips into valleys. So that was terrifying. And it's also 10 degrees cooler or 20 even, I think, when you get up to the top. But in, in uh, Palm Springs. But that's altitude for you. It, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. And at it, least, though, again, we were, it felt like they went the extra mile and enclosed you. Nobody was just hanging by one bar you had to hold on to. And, and so it, 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 it just... Again, not a slight at the company. They're going by the book. They're doing the rules. And this is considered, as I said, a state-of-the-art ski lift, the six-passenger one, uh, which, by the way, they didn't tell us, and I read this afterwards, if there's less than six and we were four, be sure to space out evenly. Never mentioned. It just turned out, I guess we did. How do you know if you're spacing evenly? That's the thing. And and, and are you doing it right? And, and, And uh, do you have to measure? Should you bring a ruler to measure between each person to make sure it's even? But we were four. And that's actually the more adventurous way of, of going. Six people, it's actually better because you're automatically even. But we had to hope that we were even up. That wouldn't just go off to the side and lean down. Yeah. And we'd all be jammed together. And, <laughs> we didn't oh know my. we weren't even. You know, we yeah. just... <laughs> We were up there. It reminded me of the, as we drove, now this was a marvelous weekend, by the way, uh, from the, the third to the fifth, thanks to your largesse and generosity. And the Catskill Mountains and stayed at your new home in Wyndham with Ginger. It was wonderful. And we also attended, uh, we, we'd be remiss if we didn't say, my first small town parade since I don't know when uh, in the town of Wyndham, which was yeah. really everything. You may, a lot of fire trucks, which uh, is a, the biggest staple of a July 4th parade. Not quite sure why. And also, they need the fire trucks probably because they're volunteer fire departments. So, Scotty, is this your first small town 4th of July? I mean, I did. This isn't a small town, but I was at the Evanston 4th of July parade when I was a cherub at Northwestern uh, covering that. Did they Uh, have That's not a small town even. I think that's a prosperous suburb, uh, you know, a a good-sized suburb. But I think this was my first one that I can recall, and it was everything as advertised. And here's something I just thought of, Tommy, and, and this, I think, it, I had to say it because it's, a, mm-hmm. a, again, a metaphor for what this country should be. We were looking, you were very determined to find the best spot to see the fireworks. And we kept walking and we saw them, but you said, no, no, there's a better, let's get to the school. That's where we saw it. And finally, we came upon a grassy area where you saw, you know, as close as you'd want to be and go, wow, we found a great spot. And there's only this mother and daughter standing there. I wonder why other people aren't here. Well, the fireworks ended. We saw the mother-daughter, very graceful, elegant couple, go into a house to which I realized we were standing in their ample backyard. Oh, my gosh. But there was no... I, I noticed that there was a shed. I knew it was somebody's, but I didn't know it was that other bunch of people. I thought it was... Those were people like us. No, they were the owners, the... Uh, of yeah. the law, the patroons, uh, to yes, use the, the old Dutch word. Yes, who uh, owned it, well manicured, by the way, too. And I do remember as we approached, uh, they looked, glanced at us as I guess you would with anyone. It seemed like kind of a smile, almost like, welcome to the 4th of July. And there was no, and you, I think you did say maybe one thing, I wonder if this is someone's house, but I didn't think it was theirs. No. And, and yet no harsh words were exchanged. In fact, no. they walked off, we walked off. Right. And we were all the better for it. So that's, that's really right. Now, I just want to point metaphor. out, they walked yeah. off, went into their house and didn't come back with a shotgun uh, <laughs> uh, and telling us, get off the lawn and stay off. They did not do that. Or they didn't have like a menacing brother 
you know, who looked like a, a monster or something. Right. Or a huge you. dog that comes bounding out, chasing With us. Teeth away. Aye, 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 aye. Yeah. No, 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 nothing. It was just. No, it was none of home. that happened. That's another thing that did not happen. We were standing on their lawn. We were the trespassers. Just yeah. and and I just want to point out our our uh, effort to find the uh, fireworks. We really did. Ha- uh, we started watching them from our house, from the yeah. from the ho- uh, uh, from my house in in Wyndham, where we could but, have but stayed. Were, uh, you know, uh, and Sandy yeah. did stay back. And you could see it. it. You could see most of it, but there were some par- portions of the fireworks that were obscured by trees and buildings. We could not allow ourselves to miss out on that part of no. The and fireworks. I've never walked to more fireworks. You know, when you're at the Macy's parade or fireworks or anything else. You know, you're getting as close as you're going to get. You don't want to get too close because you'll never get out. That's the beauty of it. It ended and we just strolled back on the sidewalk unencumbered and not many people out. And it was a wonderful experience. And again, that lovely couple, there was no even, they didn't even turn to us and say, which they they could have been in the right say, just want to let you know that uh, this is our backyard, but we let you stay on it. No, they just very elegantly strode back uh, to their house, entered the, the house and we continued on. And we were all better for it. And this is what our country needs, more of welcoming people of all backgrounds into your backyard, so to speak. You know, I think, Scotty, you're so right. Uh, They didn't say, hey, you kids, get off our lawn. And you know what else they didn't do? They hadn't put up a fence around their yard. If they had put up a fence, that would have stopped us. Yeah. Uh, But they were the type that said, you know what? We're not going to put up a fence. No, and I I wouldn't be surprised if on other July 4th, there have been other... Tom, Scott, Ginger, and Sandys who uh, ventured onto their, and, and maybe they kind of like it. They Maybe they went back and their husband, her husband's sitting there with a pipe smoking jacket because he doesn't much go for the fireworks, even though he loves the town. He said, oh, any trespassers again this year? Oh, yes, dear. They seem like two lovely couples from the city. Uh, I think one has a place here in town, too. Well, that's good, dear. That's good to hear. And then he goes back to reading the right. paper. And now, we want to say that, that we don't know for sure that that dialogue happened, but we no. can speculate. This is called speculative dialogue. That yeah. It's probably about 80 90% accurate. Yeah. And it can never be proven, but why it can never it be disproven be? either. Right. It can never be disproven. And, and I think it's comforting to know. And But we well, we did many things this July for the weekend. Thanks to you, Tommy. We watched a fine Vincent Price film. And what was it called again? Um, it was called Dragonwick. Dragonwick. Made in 1945, uh, released in 1946, however. And the little logo for Buy War Bonds yes. in the lobby uh, on the screen. That's- and you made an earlier reference. This is, by the way, a first. Uh, we would, may have skipped by it, but mm-hmm. what you did minutes ago, you alluded to the patroons, uh, the Dutch patroons, the yes. landowners who had tenant farmers toiling in the, the land. In the-, in the Catskills, yeah. And, and there's a team, the Albany Patroons, a Continental Basketball Association team. But uh, we this now we're now we're first referring to the movie specifically where we learned about the Patroons, and it was a, a it, landowners. It was a, yeah, it was that, a film that wasn't like great the on but, whose property we stood. Yeah, and but uh, the beauty of it was it was set in the Catskills, even though it was on a soundstage in Hollywood, and it was a phenomenon of a not great film that was still interesting and captivating and, and posed, provoked a lot of questions. That's right. It started out great, and, and, but it, it, uh, I have to warn people, before you rush out and watch it on YouTube, which you can for free yeah. whenever yeah. you want to, it's amazing. Uh, it's a great movie with an amazing cast uh, with Walter Houston and, and, and Gene Tierney and, and others. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, a fantastic first third of the, of the movie and the, uh, an okay uh, second third of the movie. But, Scotty, it's that last third. 
well, that last third that will puzzle people for well for time immemorial. Well, they uh, they lost more storylines than I've ever seen in a picture. Right? No, that it, it, yeah, they launched too many storylines and were not able to finish them. Yeah, and they, and they just forgot stopped. about them. There was Some no attempt. No attempt. The daughter, we don't mention her again. <laughs> and which is, you know, and I do picture a, a you know, a uh, angry studio head going, this is too much. That's Cut right. it off now at an hour 43. Cut it down. But, Cut but it down. But just get, get rid of that. That's boring. We don't care about the sad little daughter. Just right. Mr. Her. Selznick, we, but the, the <laughs> book, who cares? No one reads books. <laughs> and they just, and it just, they hacked it, it up. It it's end. probably a great book. Probably a great I book. I bet it is. And it was, uh, but it was still very pleasant to see. And oh, it was uh, wonderful to see it while in the Catskills. Yeah. And we learned about what a patroon is and, and, and that, and little knowing that we would wind up fortunately we didn't become tenant farmers of that property uh, no. in, in the in Wyndham while we were watching the the fireworks we uh, and that's what's different that's what's changed since the 1840s yeah yeah and uh some buildings are still existing i mean sandy's inn goes back to i believe the early 1900s uh and it's just on the historic you know historic uh, home and it's a fa- northern catskills are it's not what when you think the catskills the concord the all the great hotels. No, this is the Catskills of the uh, of the 1600s of the Dutch yeah. cats, the settlers, and the and Rip Van Winkle. That, that we've talked about it. That he's yeah. the, the 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 pride of this portion of the Catskills. Green and it County. is K A, and we said Catskill Flyer. It's K A A T S K I L L from the Dutch. And apparently, and you told me this, Tommy, but I'm going to repeat it. And, and giving you copious credit, it was America's first vacation land. That's right. New, it was the first area that people would go up and view the Catterskills Falls, uh, which are, are quite impressive, but you have to go way, way down it's, uh, uh, to see it in, in all of its glory. And, uh, and, and they would take, horse and buggy would take a day to get there and it would be cooler. Scotty, that's the wonderful thing about the Catskills. It's yeah. literally cooler in the Catskills. Oh, well that, Tommy, uh, There's hold you. your horses. <laughs> if that's not an award-winning, own your own agency, you could retire yeah. right now. Line, it's cooler in the, in the Catskills. Catskills. I've been also, thinking about Tommy, that. We appeal to the, you know, the hipster demographic and Because the music up there is cool, by the way. It's very yeah. sophisticated music. Well, too. you referred to that in the previous podcast in Greenville. You sat out in a fine yeah. backyard and heard gentle folk music. Well, it wasn't a backyard, Scotty. Oh. It was a farm, just like yes. Woodstock was, only well, small. Well, well they, they call it jokingly. <laughs> it's out in our backyard. Uh, yeah, a little inside. Uh, cat no, no, no. Absolutely. Uh, just like the backyard we were on, we were standing on when we viewed the fireworks. Yeah. Well, trespassing. We were fireworks trespassers let's yeah there's no other way to put it yeah because you did it here's the thing Tommy. during the fire by the way i'm just wandering i couldn't really see that well and i just i really didn't think that. i just thought well this is a nice area I'm, I'm surprised there are more but if it was two in the afternoon on august 3rd let's say and and the four of us strode and was standing uh, you go uh, there's some people standing in our backyard the whole different thing and yeah. they would still be very elegant and graceful and they might go may i inquire as to what uh, business, uh, uh, you, you know, brings you to our backyard, and, and we would go. Oh, or, uh, well, we just thought that we didn't know. So it'd still be, wouldn't be anything disruptive, but it would be different than how they handle it on July Fourth. Yes, but it's cooler in the Catskills, Tommy. You, I have to say, giving you credit, you came up with Catskills, America's Tuscany. 
Yeah. That's you've already got that being carved in stone as we speak. And now it's cooler in the cats. It, it is. It, wow. It, it, it says it, it all. It, with two meanings, Scotty. Absolutely. Uh, uh, it is not the old Borscht Belt uh, era. No, as there. marvelous as that was, this appeals is a whole new face. Not your granddad's Catskills, no. uh, but but it's cooler in the Catskills in every possible way. We could still do the logo. Could have that you know air cooled font. Yes. from the movie uh, palaces. Uh, but, uh, you know, but uh, I, Tommy, what better way to end for today than writing literally an award-winning slogan that will be the most famous uh, to those thousand years from now or, or you know, a hundred years before when we go back in time yeah, and put up a billboard. <laughs> yes, let's not neglect yeah. the people who, uh, who lived hundreds of years before us who we will visit once we get that time machine. No, I look forward operate. to that. And again, thank you, Tommy, for making this July 4th adventure possible, inviting Daddy. Peter and I out and a marvelous time with you and Sandy. And uh, hope you all, all our listeners, had a wonderful 4th. But for now, I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. I am uh, always going to be Tom Saunders. We're getting through this.